Welcome, my friends, to Scrymere of the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, we have so much to get across today. We have time capsule chat. Mm-hmm. We've got beating Sparky chat. Mm-hmm. We have advice, but boring, whatever. We'll get through that. We have power moves. Mm. But dentist. Dennis. Dentist? Dentist. <laughs> not 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 just the, the not Dennis sir. The dentist. The dentist. Um Dennis. The most exciting segment of the podcast we've decided to do right at the front because oh <laughs> the listeners, they're gonna go they're not gonna believe their luck. Oh, they're not gonna believe their luck because Dennis, it's time for oh, can you believe it? Okay, the ad for Channel Fireball. Oh yes. You know, they they say like you should finish strongly, like you should end with a big oh, the big finish, the bang, a big bang, right? Nah. No, no, no. We put all the good stuff right up the front. We're eating our ice, ice cream, cream for, for breakfast, breakfast, baby. Let's exactly, go. Exactly, exactly. Dennis, what do we got? We got call time box breaks, baby. I'm doing one of these, man. You're doing one of these, I'm man. I'm doing one of these. I'm doing what one of these. What are you hoping these. for? So for those of you that don't know, the way this works is these specific call time box breaks are Let me double check. You can tell Dennis came prepared. I have the page open. I had just idly scrolled way too far down on it. Uh, what do we got? You got a box of set boosters and a box of collector boosters. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get one slot, Riley. Yeah. So we are, you're, in, you're in one of these already. Yeah. You're going to get white or blue or black or red or green or artifact or land or multicolor. I don't get to choose, but I get one of those. Don't get to choose. One of those. Randomize it live at the start of the stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they crack all the pack skis and you get the cards in your group. I'm very much looking forward to it. I think I want to hit green. Mm-hmm. I think I want green. Hang on, here's a question. You know the gods that are like green on one face and then multicolored on the other face. Mm-hmm. Are they multicolored? I think. I think I want multicolored then because I want yeah. I want the 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 one who flips into the five color enchantment and I want a Jorn as well. So I think I, I think I'll be. If you want, re- if you I, I, look, this is an ad read for box break, so I appreciate like the enthusiasm. But if you want specific cards, this is not the most efficient no, way no, to acquire it's the them. Only way, it's the only way to acquire magic cards. <laughs> only way to acquire magic cards is channel fireball box breaks. There's no other way to get cards. I like how we're making fun, but there are people who do that. There are people who are like, oh, yeah, I want to get these four cards from my deck. I'll just buy a, two boxes. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. I mean, it's it's one way to do it. Also, if you enjoy cracking packs, like, you know, I, I, like we, the old, the age old axiom is like always buy singles, never buy like sealed yeah, yeah, product yeah. if you're looking for a thing. But I, I know people who are just like, I don't care about that. I like opening See, packs. I don't, I know you don't particularly like opening packs. No. And I know really. you, you really don't like slightly degenerate behavior. Yeah. So no, I'm not, I, I, no, 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 I'm not into that. I, like, sorry, I'm not in. I'm not not into that. I don't mind. I don't mind watching people be a DJ. And I'm just not enormously a DJ myself. Right, but mm. I wonder if you'll get swept up in the box break. Well, I think I race. will, man. I'm doing one. Like, I'm into <laughs> it now. I'm I'm fully pod committed. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going for gold. Well, I'm, I did oh, one, and I'm going for gold specifically. Literally, I'm going for yeah. Gold, yeah. I did one. Um, uh, a legends pack. Yeah, last, I watched over, this over the weekend with yeah. um Gabby and Luis bought into two, and you that was you buy and a single spilling. card. I'm at yep. Sperling, yes. Yep. You buy a single card, mm. and that card, and you know they open the pack, they shuffle the cards. You get one card at a yep. time, reveal and, slowly. And that may know, not sound very exciting to you, dear listener. But well, opening a boost and getting one card. Let me remind you that in Legends, there is not only Mana Drain and Moat, there is also the Tabernacle at Pendrel Vale, which is four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. 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 So Dennis was uh, was shooting for the moon, and I got me a glyph. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is like 28 cents. Yeah. But Louise tweeted saying, I bought into this thing. Hope Dennis gets kobolds a care keep. And yeah, then, so, like, just savage BM from, from, but Riley, the, the stars align. The yeah, universe stars. understands yeah. everything corrects itself. And Laser Louise guided got, karma. 
Luis got Coppola's of Kiss. Yes, it was perfect. <laughs> it was extremely good. It was extremely good. But no, good. box breaks are fun. Head to shoutfire.com slash box breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley, uh, which one are you in? I don't know yet. It has, like, because I'm doing one of the on-demand ones, um, mm-hmm. it's fast. It's fast and it's furious. You should call mm-hmm. them that. Fast and Furious box breaks. That's pretty yeah, good. I think Universal might have something to say nah, about that. Nah, 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 don't worry about that. Um, uh, you actually, because if you're doing an on, on-demand one, you only find out 20 minutes beforehand. So I'm going to be ready, man. I'm going to be ready. Um, I'm going to try to line up my stream with it, but again, I just don't know when it's going to be. So. You'll have a window. There's a window on the schedule that'll say when, when the on-demands are breaking. Oh, sure. Sorry. I just don't know the exact time. The exact time. But, but I'll, but like I'll, within um, an I'll, hour or two, I'll yeah. tweet about it if people want to come and watch me open all the Johns. And uh, I think it's Eskies. I can't remember her name. The one that flips into the... I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to rip some uh, some extremely good stuff from those uh, box breaks. So we sent um we sent a, a, a bunch of you know, people that we work with and stuff like that, affiliates and things like that, mm. invites to do this new one of the people that we sent. Yep. There was a serious debate on the back end between mm. Gabby and I as to whether or not we should even bother reaching out to Marshall Sutcliffe. Just because he hates opening packs? This goes, flies against everything he stands for. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should have got into. I mean, he's you know he's a pretty, he's a bit of a mover and shaker in the magic world. You should have got you should have like offered him a deluxe VIP upgrade version or something, and see see what his because every look every man has his price. Mm, mm. Like there, <laughs> the white glove, there is a way that you could get Marshall Sutcliffe to start ripping packs without drafting them. Right, you did just I have to find you, out what that what that number is. Did I ever tell you about the time we pitched back when I worked at CFB events of when you know, there was this time people go to convention halls to do Magic the Gathering? Oh, that sounds highly spurious. I don't. That, did that ever yeah. happen? Weird, right? Yeah. Um, I pitched the um, double diamond VIP package because we had the diamond VIP package with like the cookies and the lounge and stuff. Yeah, last time, right? double diamond. The double diamond VIP package. Okay. In which Luis Scott Vargas would come pick you up from your hotel in the morning in a limousine. <laughs> I don't think this is double diamond, dude. I think we're well into like triple diamond here. Okay, we, like we we really pitched it. Luis will come pick you up. Yep. Didn't get very far past the pitch stage, unfortunately. Did it not? No. Was it? Was, what, my, what? my contention was Luis has buys in the main event anyway. What's yeah. the big deal? What, what's he doing with that time anyway? He should come mm-hmm. on. He should he should be bootstrapping for the company here. Exactly. Yeah. Although <laughs> did, I'm, did. That's a, it's a shame it didn't get past. Um, didn't get yeah, past the pitch stage there, Dennis. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what went wrong. But yeah, head over to chuffer.com slash box breaks. You can use all your codes. You can use your knights. You can use your smars. You can use don't your- plug anyone else. It's bad enough you plug smar. That's, well, yeah, I guess I have to I stick you're going to use a third one as well. Don't give people too many options. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Don't I mean, at least with this one, I've got a, a decent chance of getting some money from it. But I mean, if you start bloody saying use a coupon code LVD or Voxy or Tupperware or any of the other ones. I'm, now I'm one, doing actually. it. Now I'm doing it. <laughs> Terrible. All right, Riley. We got to follow up. Well, I mean, forget channelfarble.com. Who's that? It's Father Time. <laughs> Open the door and let Father Time in. What's Father Time got to say to us, Dennis? He wants to know what's going in the capsule so we can put it away for safekeeping. So, so last new, week, yeah, yeah, well, we had a write-in. Last week, we had a, a new, an exciting sponsorship offer from uh, two, la- two lads, Maddie and Hal, who... Um, do drywalling in England. They make those- No those, wet walling. No wet walling. So they will not touch right a wet wall. There. Well, actually, in some of the photos they sent me, the, the walls are very wet and very muddy. But afterwards, <laughs> once they dry off, whoo, they stay dry. <laughs> Bone. But uh, they were saying how they find stuff in the walls that was put there like 200 years ago when these walls were built. And they offered mm. to put a basically a time capsule inside one of their walls, right, that would then, when it was repaired in 200 years- you know, assuming the robot overlords by that stage haven't found a way to make, you know, permanent drywalls. Um, 
would be taken out to the confusion and enjoyment of many, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. And the question was, what could we put in the in the time capsule inside the wall to to enchant and enliven the lives bedazzle. of uh, bedazzle the people who find it? We had some great suggestions, Dennis. We had mm-hmm. some very very good suggestions. Um, someone suggested a paper book because they won't exist in two hundred years. Uh, they probably will. Well, I wonder what the reason behind because that was it wasn't explained why. Will they not exist because they've been superseded by digital books, or will they not exist because in two hundred years we will have bombed ourselves back into the Stone Age and will we will be rediscovering uh, on tablets pottery? Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, so either back either to the way, start of the Civilization Six tech tree. Exactly, we're right back to the beginning. So they they knocked on. Oh, what's this? Some sort of papery substance? I don't understand. An ancient civilization has uh, gifted you a boost in your technology. Yeah, you've discovered <laughs> writing. Yeah. Um, I don't mind that, but we have some more magic-related ones, which I thought mm. were very good here, Dennis. You want to you give us some of those? We have a three-mana 6-6 six, six like Uro, so we can show how bad and powerless cards were back in the day. <laughs> three-mana 6 is, they look at this like, geez, what? Oh, and it, it, doesn't have a, it doesn't have an ability where you can cast it from your trade binder for free and your opponent has to give you $50? What? Yeah, what the hell? What is a terrible card. <laughs> um, we have a, pr- a priceless snapshot one. to show how cards have changed in price because you know you get those those pictures of like Duelist or whatever yes. or Scry that are like but get your Black Lotus seventy nine ninety nine yeah 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 this is like Underground Seas on sale twenty dollars and people back there are like twenty twenty dollars what I'm not paying twenty dollars for a bit of card that's Shivam Dragon money yeah that's Shivam <laughs> so yeah priceless now I think it'd be very good you know for when. For when you're having to sell a kidney and your firstborn child to get your hands on a bit of power. Um, how about this one, Dennis? This is one that you came up with, which I mm. thought was actually really, really good. Dennis suggested a fake set in like fake booster wrappers and a fake box, right? Mm-hmm. The forgotten set. The set that mm-hmm. never was. You confuse future magic players by they open up this set, you know, it's what what are you, what are we calling it, Dennis? And return from Ravnica. Return from Ravnica. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, oh, the Ravnica set that never was. Ah, the double like, shock lands. And then, but then all like pure Mandela effect. So all like we, we like in the in the magazine we put in there that has the price list in it. Mm. It's like release of sets, and it's like right between Theris Beyond Death and Ecoria or whatever. It's like yep. bam. Yeah. Return from Ravnica. People are like, but this- I don't remember what. The the darker confident what <laughs> darkest confident darkest <laughs> confident apparently was uh, was in the set. I love that idea. I love gas lamping an entire generation of magic nerds in two hundred years by uh, by by printing by custom printing a fake set and putting yeah, it's it in the, the way top. God put all those di- uh, all those dinosaur board bones in the ground to trick us. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're doing exactly. We're putting magic cards in a drywall to trick uh, future magic players. Anyway, the pact is sealed, and I'm happy to move forward with this sponsorship. So now, um, I guess like. We should wait for our affiliate code to be put in place on maddinhell.com. We have to wait for Maddie and Hell to give us actual details of how to contact them as well. Like, This or, is one way. I guess you just type in Maddie and Hal um, dry, drywall panines. Is that going to do it? Like Maddie, drywall, whales, right? No, no, panines. It's in the panines. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's how you say it. The, you, know, how to, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? It's like yeah. pennies with an extra N. Yeah, exactly. Have you found them? Ooh. I have not. Okay. All right. Well, uh, boys, get in touch and let us know the best way to uh, to, to plug your uh, to plug your drywalling business because you've secured yourself your first sponsorship well, deal. Well, might be your first one. Who knows? Maybe another. Maybe range of podcasts are sponsored. Here's podcasts. the thing. I'm going to start just reading. And every week, I'm going to read one of these drywall results from the Pennines on Google. Okay. And Riley, until they yeah. get back to us, we're just going to be reading their competitors. Yeah, so exactly. Shout out to, All right. Good. Shout All out right. to 4M Drywall Limited <laughs> in Stockton on Tees. 
all everything you need. Four four eight four five five eight two one two three four. Very nice phone number. How would they get that prime piece of phone number? Real estate. That's very good. All right, They're boys. Up get there it. in Red Hue House at Thornaby Place, Stockton on Tees, TS one seven six SG, just off the M eight. It looks like I think. Um, <laughs> get, yeah. get in quick because every week we're giving a plug to the competitors. So you better. <laughs> And if you're in the Peninsula area and needing drywall service as well, there's a, there's gonna be, it's going to be very relevant to your interests for the coming weeks. Up next week, British Gypsum. Dennis. Which looks to be a factory, but we'll move on from that. Before we get into uh, the questions here, mm-hmm. there was an interesting flurry of unsolicited submissions mm. this week uh, that came in on the Discord, but otherwise I've shown on this Discord, also via Twitter. I don't know how many of them you got, Dennis. Very few. But I saw quite a number of people submitting. Have you seen those end of season? Gives you the summary. It's like your favorite format, et cetera. Like a report card almost. They're like, yeah. you played this many matches and you. this is your favorite card to draft and this is your favorite format. Dennis, an upsetting number of people have playing against Sparky as their favorite format. Yeah, and like I said, like I, mean, like I talked about last week, the agents are on the way to their house, and they'll be dispatched with them swiftly. This is a sting operation. We've got yeah. you. We've got we you. We got you. We know what you're up to. If you're the st- step one is getting that result in your inbox. Step two, if you tweet that, if you're proud of that, yeah, nah, mate, you're on a list, man. You're on a list now. I, I, I was amazed. I honestly thought this would be a sort of thing that like was the exception to the rule. In you know, mm-hmm. like very, very few people would, but no, we had. Quite a number of people posting about how their favorite format was playing against Sparky, and I am, I am, I'm befuddled, Dennis. I have grave concerns not only for the magic community, but for the human race as a whole. After yeah. seeing this year, I mean, we're never gonna, how, how are we going to make it to having books in two hundred years when we have all these all these people running around, you know, beating up robots? We've got no chance. The robot, the, the robot revolution comes. They're going to crack open that drywall. They're going to open that box of return for everything. They're like, ugh, the Overspark will not approve of this. And yeah. The giant Sparky <laughs> hovers in the sky. <laughs> Overseeing the robot gulags where we, yeah. uh, where we plunder away mining transistors from the fresh earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. Sparky has taken so many beatings for our sins. Sparky's learning. It's taking its time. Taking its time. Still playing like two twos for four. But yeah, slowly I but surely. Riley, I have no mouth, but I must concede. Sparky's going to get its wrench. Have you played against Sparky? Sparky definitely has a mouth. Uh, Sparky's incredibly mouthy (laughs) come on make a play oh is that all you've got no Sparky definitely has a mouth don't worry about that anyway are you red I have no mouth but I must scream uh, do you know why I know it Mm. from tvtropes.org oh that's why I know it scary story Bront scary story it's a very scary story from what I from what I've read from the plot synopsis on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. tvtropes.org anyway that's that. So look forward to the robot uprising brought uh, hastened to us by those who are uh, pummeling Sparky Tempting into, fate. into the dust there. But we love you, Sparky. I just want to get you get that out there. I just want to get that oh, on the I just want right to say, here. I'm, I'm pro Sparky. I mean, I'll play a couple of games against Sparky every now and again and just let it win, you know. Alexa, I love you. No, don't play a song called I Love You. What the hell was that? Okay. Dennis is having it. Dennis is having it. Right, it might have begun sooner than we expected. <laughs> ah, that was the code word. That was the that was the trigger phrase. That uh, yeah, the nukes exactly. come over the horizon. <laughs> Robots around the world are, are rising up now. All right. Anyway, Dennis, we did have some actual advice questions, and one of them mm-hmm. that was sent in very exciting for me here. One of them very very exciting because uh, avocado. I can't read in. this question. Uh, say again. 
I can't read this question. You can't read this question? No. You hate avocado? You're allergic to I'm avocado. allergic to avocados. Allergic to avocado. I, do, I merely dislike avocado, but you, in fact, will, you know, <laughs> go into anaphylactic shock if you eat avocado. Well, it's, no, it's not shellfish. But uh, I think I talked about this, but every time Nikki, like, we go to like, a Mexican place or whatever, Nikki will get, often get nachos, which have guacamole in them. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I'll just eat a little bit every yep. time. Yep. Like snake venom. I'm trying to build up a resistance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going for getting you so there. far? Getting Pretty there. good. A little bit. My throat only closes a little now. That's good. That's good. You can force you can force other <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, really I can choke down my burrito afterwards. No problem. All right. Yeah. Avocado writes in and says, advice question. Go ahead. As Riley is famous for his rare drafting free to play arena strats, I like this. I would say infamous. Let's just go. Uh, I, I just any I mean, look, the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. Um, I like the fact that I'm famous for it. Could you give us a rundown on how we managed to do this? How many gems slash coins worth of drafts do you need per season? How close to maxing out the set do you get? Do you find it enjoyable? Would you recommend it for someone who actually enjoys drafting as much as they enjoy constructing? So for those of you who don't know, on my stream, twitch.tv slash Riley without the vowels except the Y, yes, I know. Um, I Every season, I draft, I rare draft the set, right? So this means that every time I'm drafting, I take the rare basically every single time. If it's in a pack, if it's pack one, pack three, if it's halfway through, you know, pack five, pick one. If someone's passed a rail, I'll just take it. Um, you end up with a deck that is probably slightly less bad than a than a properly drafted deck, but not bad enough certainly to tank your win, right? Maybe, Very winnable, yeah. Maybe you pick, maybe you get one less win than normal. And then the idea is to chain enough wins together in order to buy into the next draft and so on and so forth. Now, you need five wins in, in Premier Draft to uh, to get the next one. But I am happy with four because then you only lose. So it's it's 1,500 gems to enter a draft and you win 1,400 if you get four wins. And that's an acceptable like rate of decay for me because you also get the packs, you also get the rares, you also, you know, so, so you, are, you are making it there. Um, initially, I will save all of my gems, all of my gold between seasons right i won't buy cosmetics i won't buy packs I won't buy nothing nothing right to make sure that i have enough when it comes around a rare drafting season and i've been doing this dennis for two years mm-hmm. i've been rare drafting for, and i've maintained a free-to-play account i've put a, i've put a dollar into my arena account for two years so it works um some of the common questions that people have is why don't you just draft normally you'll win more and get more packs that way uh-huh sure if I were Ben Stark, maybe, but I'm not, and I recognise my limitations, and I'm lucky to go for three a lot of the time. So no, I, I I do take this route. The the one that I'm, oh, how close do you get to maxing out the set? There is a, a spreadsheet that's been made. You can go to Hipsters of the Coast, and you can find there's a there's a free to play guide there with a spreadsheet you can fill in, and it tells you how many drafts you'll need to do. I'm at like I need to do like 38 drafts until I've got all the rares. Now depending on your win rate, it changes. But for cold time, for cold time, yeah. Wow, yeah. fast. It, it only takes about 50 to 60 drafts depending on how much you win. Um. So, and then after that, you are guaranteed to have maxed it out because of duplicate protection, right? Like you can open mm-hmm. five copies of a rare in draft packs. You can't open five copy of a, copies of a rare. Yeah. In- so the idea being, you draft as much as you can, or near to it, and you have sixty boosters left unopened, and you crack them on, and you, there it is. You have and the, yeah, basically, like when you're missing, let's say, you, if you're missing hundred rares from your collection, and you have a hundred unopened boosters, you're guaranteed to fill out your collection. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the that's how it works. There. So it works. The system works. But a couple of buts here. I say free to play, you're not paying with money. Mm. You are paying with something else, which is potentially for many other people a much more valuable commodity, Dennis. You're paying with time. Avocado, okay. Sorry, you're paying with avocados. You're paying with avocado toast. You are not going to buy your first house because <laughs> you, you can choose, in, Dennis, in this life, you can choose between one of three things. You can have a house to live in, you can have avocado toast, 
or you can have a free-to-play account in Arena. You can't have all of these. Easy things. choice for me, mate. Yeah. Easy choice. Obviously, obviously. It's only don't. two for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For you, you can't even have the avocado toast. Um, no, you do pay in time. And for me as a streamer, that's not a huge cost to pay because like, I need to stream and play Magic for you know however many hours a week anyway. So it's not too big a cost. But you are investing. I mean, if you're playing that time in Magic anyway, that's fine. No worries. You're going to get there. As for do you find it enjoyable and would you recommend it for someone who actually enjoys drafting as much as they enjoy constructed? That I don't know. That I turn over to my good friend Dennis Stranjak, who erroneously believes that draft is the best way to play Magic. Dennis, over to you. Draft is the best way to play Magic, not close. Um, I think if you want to draft a lot, mm-hmm. every time a set comes out, put in $20. You'll get basically two drafts out of it. If you do well, you'll get five or six or seven or yep. eight drafts out of it, and that'll scratch the itch for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I do, yep. truthfully. It does put pressure on you to play in a certain way. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're like this, Dennis, and more broadly speaking, I don't know if the listeners are like this. But I'll give people an example. Of something happened to me recently. Remember, I subscribed for PlayStation Now. Mm-hmm. Before that, I did a week's the weekly trial, right? The week trial, the seven mm-hmm. day trial, so for free, so I could play MGS three with you. That was not fun. MGS3 was fine, but having a seven-day trial of a, of, a, of a service with infinite games, I felt mm-hmm. like I couldn't do anything else that week because I had to get maximum value out mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. service. And I was like, geez, I need to play this game, I need to play that game. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to. I, I can't right, put this I, I'd like to tell people at home, how much does the service cost a month? Uh, nine pounds. So we're not talking huge amounts of money that you'd be losing by buying it for a month. But but still, it was enough to make me go, oh, I need to... And I'm That's sure exactly what people- I'm saying. It, the, the interesting part is because it's not very much money, it's still, even though it, it still yes. makes you feel like... Yep. So one of the pitfalls... And now I've got... I, I, when I signed up for now to play MGS4, I subscribed for three months, right? Just because I didn't want that feeling of urgency and I can mm-hmm. work my way through the games when I play it, it's much better. Anyway, my point with this is if you're going to lock yourself into doing this, this strategy it definitely does cut off a range of enjoyment levels that you can have because you can't just casually draft. There's a lot more pressure on you to perform and make sure you get to 4-3 and like you can't just train and go, ah, it's okay because, you know, you do want to keep this free-to-play thing up. So there is a sort of psychological cost to it, if you want to put it like that. A minor one, for, to be sure, but like still it's it's there. So I imagine that would probably impact your enjoyment of playing limited as a format that you love, Dennis. I don't know. What do you think? I don't, it doesn't, I mean, most people play matches to try and win anyway. I could be honest with you. And like a little bit of pressure, I don't think it impacts it very much. Oh, no, but this is what I'm saying. People play Magic to win, but when you're rare drafting, you're actively making your deck worse than it would be otherwise. Oh, yeah, no, you can't do both of these things. Yeah, so like if you, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So if yeah, you, you buy into no. this thing and you want to win as much as possible and fifth pick, you have to take a constructed rare instead of like a good removal spell, that's going to really jangle at some people, I know. Here's the deal. I would just, if, you, if you're a person who's focused, I know you said you're not Ben Stark, so you don't want to lean into this. If you're yep. focused on winning, just pick, Just I, I would just draft the best decks I could, hope to end up with 15 or 20 more boosters than you would at the end of the run and have mm-hmm. that even out. Yeah. Yep. It really depends what your objectives are and how you handle that sort of thing. The thing is, if you like Constructed, if the, here's the thing, Avocado. The reason I do this is so I can play yes. Constructed, right? Yes. So if you're saying, if someone who actually enjoys drafting as much as they enjoy Constructed, if you're more of a limited player, then this isn't really the strategy that you should be interested in anyway because you, if you if you want to find a balance between limited and Constructed, that's a trickier, a trickier topic. But... Um, See, I, I want I want to play limited and have fun with it, and maybe like have some constructed to play at the end. Like have a Here's deck pro- or two, right? Here's the thing: yeah, because I play a bunch of limited, very low constructed. I have infinite wild cards. All right, Voxy. Well, not, I don't have Voxy level. You don't, don't have Voxy level of, uh, of wild cards, no. Riley, I need your help with something, and right. I just did the stupidest thing ever on my other monitor while I was. This talking is very about. interesting because Dennis has just pulled out his credit card. 
No, this is not a credit card. This is a uh, a loyalty card for an airline, which is a laughable thing to have. Oh, this, Dennis, this, sorry. Dennis has pulled out. Sorry, I should I should uh, clarify. Dennis has pulled out a card with a magnetic stripe on the back of it, which I assume is a credit card. So I'm like, do you need help, like finding the three digits on the back? Of your thing. I'm really interested to know, Dennis. What do you put so on, here your, on your third so, monitor? Must be so. Nice. Nikki's in the office right now. She to go fill out an application okay. for her work. Okay. Yep. And she's going to pick up lunch. All right. Nice. She's going to go to this place called Bunsen. Bunsen. Which is a, bur- a burger place, which I think you'd like. Bunsen you Google- Burger. <gasps> yes. Bunsen Burger. Yeah. Right. Will you Google Bunsen menu? I think you're going to love this menu. Okay. For what it's worth. All right. All right. All right. Bun- I think they might have this in the UK because give me the option to Bunsen show explain pounds. menu. Bunsen menu. I'm on Bunsen.ie slash menu. Bunsen.ie slash menu. I'm on it. All right. Excellent. This is the whole menu. Oh, boy. It's expensive. All yes. Right. Okay. Yep. So it's eight pounds, uh, eight, eight euro 15 for a cheeseburger. But it's just the, it's the whole menu. Hamburger, double hamburger, cheeseburger, double cheeseburger. End of menu. Yeah, it's very... Um, what's the... What is it in the States? The in and out. In and out. Very. It's very in and yeah. out. There's hamburger, if, if double you, hamburger, cheeseburger, double cheeseburger, chips, drinks. That's it. If you go to the place, the menu is genuinely on a business card. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing. Right? As we record right now, it is 11.47 a.m. Okay, yeah. This place doesn't open until noon. Right. So I was going to look at the menu because Nikki Messi was saying, what do you want from Munson? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'm going to just look at the menu. And I went to add and it was like, I wanted to see what toppings there were. Yeah. And it was like, well, we're not open. We don't open for the 13 minutes. So you yeah. can't start a transaction based with the menu. And you know, I thought, Riley? Yeah. No problem. I'll just put my VPN on. Dennis, that was very foolish. Um, you can't. You know that VPN is not a time travel device. It's for it's it's a three dimensional service, not yeah, a four dimensional service. It's not a four dimensional service. service. It doesn't take you thirteen minutes into the future. But imagine if you could VPN into the future. Imagine you had a temporal VPN. This is this is like um, when you adjust the clock on your switch so you can time travel on Animal Crossing. Exactly like yeah. that. Yes, like this you know, there's a feature. You know, that's a feature in Metal Gear Solid Three. So you can get the Dreven Point discount on Wednesdays no, no, and Metal Sundays. Metal Gear Solid Three. You can adjust oh, the yeah. clock and kill the end. So you can kill the end of yeah, old so, age. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought I was there. Like you know, I'll just pop myself an hour forward in time. Yeah. With ExpressVPN, no problem. And then I can then I can put the the order in. Dennis, you've fallen victim to one of the classic <laughs> blunders. What's that? Attempting to use a VPN as a time travel device. Oh, I see. Of course, yeah. 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 But I'd love, like, you could you could go in and be like, you know, when you're buying cards from a set, and you're like, hmm, I wonder how much this card is going to be worth in six months. I know. I'll just check with my VPN. I'll just check with I'll my VPN. Tra- oh. I'll go to chatfabble.com with the VPN and find it. Or if you're like, hmm, I wonder what GameStop stock is going to be worth in about six weeks. I wonder when the best time to sell is exactly. Oh dear. Yeah. No, it would probably break. Um, it would probably break society having having that level of technology. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'll be honest with you, Dennis. If it if if the tool we used to order burgers thirteen minutes ahead of time, I think society'd be fine. I'm not even trying to order ahead of time. I just want to know. So you're not even ordering. No, I just wanted to be like, what what toppings can I get? It won't like won't show me the toppings unless I click. It's very cryptic. So I'm on the like on the menu I sent you. I found this eventually. It, it lists, but when I was on the website, the order the actual website order it says, for example, double cheeseburger. Yeah, bun contains eggs, milk, sesame, wheat, and then all top because it's just allergy information, right? Oh, and it's not a all- hamburger that they poured milk on top of. And- no, no, it's okay, just okay, allergy sure. information. But then when you go to click it, it normally would be like pick the toppings. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But instead of the homepage, it just says all toppings option contains eggs, milk, celery, mustard. And I'm like, this is like a weird riddle. I have to deduce what yeah, the toppings are from, from the allergens information. And now when you actually go to bunsen.a slash menu, you can see the pot- toppings are pickles, onion, uh, lettuce, tomato, ketchup, mustard, and mayo. I don't like ketchup. Why do they call it ketchup? Do you call it ketchup in, in, in Ireland? As opposed to? Tomato sauce. 
Yeah, of course we call it ketchup. Do you actually? Yes. What are you talking about? It's it's tomato sauce. What do you call what do you call mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. You don't call it egg oil? That's weird. No, come on. Be serious. <laughs> do you actually call it ketchup? Yes! I thought that was an American thing. No, we call it ketchup. The UK calls it ketchup too. Do they really? Yeah. Sometimes if it's really shitty ketchup, you'll call it red sauce. <laughs> like Actual? Yes. I'm gonna call Megan, I don't believe this. You're gonna call her. Entertain the viewers. Special guest. Yeah. Ask her, Megan, if we were to take a tomato and yeah. juice it and mix it with some sugar yeah. and mix it into like a goop uh, and gonna, put it on I'm chips, what would you call it? In, she, I think she's still in bed. Oh, she's on another call. Okay, never mind. I think she's talking to her sister. Um, Damn it. Let me yeah. call someone in the UK. Hmm. I'll get, we'll get Megan later. I'll She'll call be- Jeff. I'll call Jeff. I'll call Jeff. Jeff's not in the UK. Jeff's Irish. Jeff's in, but you're asking about Ireland. I believe you, Dennis. All right, Jeff's from the country. They might call it tomato sauce. Yeah, okay. Je- yeah, Jeff's, from, Jeff's from basically another another planet, but really from, from rural Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A better answer. He had this phone on Sun yesterday. I tried to call him. Yeah, this is not going to be good hey, content. Hey, Jeff, you're live on Scrummy River. I have a question for you, okay? Okay. If you were to take a tomato, right, and like squish it down into juice and mix it with sugar, et cetera, and make it into a goop that you would then put on chips, what would you call that goop? Ketchup. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, Thank you. No. Riley thinks only <laughs> Americans call it ketchup, and we should be calling it tomato sauce. Thank you, Jeff. You're you're a delight. Yeah, no, that's no okay, good. That's that's, that's 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 a bad that's a bad result for Riley. But I will say we do call it that in Australia. Or in Australia, we also call it dead horse for the for what it's worth. Whoa, what? Tomato sauce, dead horse. Oh, like rhyming slang. Yeah, rhyming slang. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we call it tits up here, so that makes sense. That's not true. It is tits up ketchup. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not falling for that one, Dennis. Uh, don't make me call Jeff again. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. Um, we got burned yeah. a lot more time on that question than expected. To. That, that one ended up uh, ended up taking a, taking a weird a weird uh, run for the hills there, Dennis. Anyway, um, what do we got up next, Dennis? We got some other we got some other submissions. Kingio, right? Same with an Am I the asshole question, really? All right, dear Smar, is my asshole magical? I am a high school student who is also an avid EDH player. My play group consisted of my middle school friends plus a few kids from my current school. What age is this place, Kingio? At sixteen. Uh, like yeah, if you're still playing with middle school friends, middle, no, my middle school friends plus a few because of my current school. Uh, so if you've just gone in, I don't know. Middle school is like grade until, eight. I, I think. think it's until you're. I think 13? it's until you're like fourteen. I think middle I school age. I think it's like middle school is until you're thirteen. High yeah, school is uh, fourteen to eighteen. Months. Okay, so yeah. so so yeah, Kinjo between like let's say fourteen and fifteen or something like that. Maybe a little. Recently, my friend has been showing up with extremely powerful decks like Turn 2 Kid and Combo or Narset Extra Combat, etc., and complains when we focus him down. I have stopped inviting him to some of our play sessions because whenever he joins our table, he becomes our arch enemy and complains when we eliminate him. Unfairly targeted, right? What, what do you want, mate? You're turning up with Am Narset. I an asshole for excluding my friend because he's playing too powerfully and making the whole experience less fun for all of us? Uh, I think there's probably a, a middle ground that could be found here, Dennis. Yeah, like just beat the kid up and take his cards, problem solved. Then, then there's no more issue. There's, there's no yeah. more issue. Just take the card and take. The, now you're the NASA player. Um, yeah, you throw them into the sea. His other friend dives in and fishes him out. It all scans. I don't like the exclusion part of this, to be honest. Yeah, I don't like that strap. But like this is this is what happens. We've talked about this before. If yeah. you don't obey the social contracts, in this case, it's a power level related social yeah. contract. Yeah. The format self corrects, and we've always said people will stop playing with you. And yeah. Kingio is just follow, following just through following that. that thing there. Yeah, I just wonder if they, look maybe can just take another other. Um, you know, action in order to try to, to 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 right this wrong and solve this problem. Maybe like, but I think just like you need to have a conversation. Do you know really? Here's here's a really really good resource here. You know, EDH Rec, fantastic resource at the best of times. Mm-hmm. 
but EDA Trek has a salt scale for cards. I did not know that. Right? So all cards, not all cards, but like a lot of cards on, on EDH Rec are given a salt ranking. And you can go mm-hmm. and see the top 100 saltiest cards or whatever. Or you can click on a card individually and it will give you the salt ranking. I advise you, Kingo here, right? With this tool at your back, you can use EDH Rec and be like, see these cards you're playing? Look at this. Look at this objective salt ranking they've been given by the Magic community, right? You're playing cards that aren't fun to play against. You wonder why you're being unfairly targeted. You whinge about it all the time. We don't want to play with you anymore because you're playing cards that make us salty. What do you want from us, man? So it looks like it's a scale that tops out at three, basically. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. There's, there's. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. And then, and it, but it, it is decimal, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, it's one point eight, etc. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's very the, granular. The, the lowest card on the top 100 saltiest cards yeah. is embargo. Yeah. With a salt score of 1.68. Yeah. So you could, you could ban everything over 1.5. And there's a lot of cards in here. Like, there's some stuff that doesn't really belong here. I don't think Ugin the Spirit Dragon belongs in here. Uh, yes, it does. I don't, uh-huh. I also personally don't think it does. It doesn't make me salty, but I can imagine people hate playing against that card in EDH. Gaius Cradle? Yeah. Yeah. Like some of the stuff I get, Teferi, yeah. Mana Drain, yeah. sure, yeah. totally get it. Urza, you know, Cyclonic Rift, how is this not number one? What is number one? I've forgotten. Stasis. Stasis, yeah. No. Stasis, Winterboard, Expro- Win- yeah, Winter yeah, Orb, Expropriate. Land, destru- land Destruction is all the way at the top of that, yeah. No one likes Land Destruction. But like, you can you can present objective evidence to your mate that they are playing with cards that aren't fun to play with. And from there, you can have a conversation about like where to take this. I don't know, like... It's, I don't think that's going to sway them, dude. Do you not think so? No. Is this is this person just so unreasonable they just can't see like rational truth that they that they are the one in the wrong here? I think you just have to start going for the jugular and play to beat him, not gang up the, on him. But that's what's happening already, man. No, no, they're ganging up on him. But how I'm talking? You- I'm talking silver bullet. Uh, all right. If a player would take an extra turn instead. Yeah. They eat a plate of shit or something. You know, all those classic <laughs> you know that card. You know that card that was. I think it was in Commander. Yeah, it, I think it was. In, I think. I think it was in Return from Ravnica. Return from Ravnica is where it was. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like this. This is like when we put um, when PJ when we started playing Magic. Uh, this guy PJ hit a White Angel deck, and we started putting like Tribal Hate cards in just to mm-hmm. beat him because he would cheat. So we had uh, we had cards that like would just, just like I can't remember what they were, but like we found cards that man, this is so many years ago. Um, that destroyed angels or punished people for playing angels. Great. It was so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're just weaponizing this salt and, and, and taking the uh, fighting fire with fire, Dennis. I think, I think you're right, though. I think a Ground has to exist. Your friend has to come down and you have to come up. This is why EDH players have a vast armory of different decks for different occasions. And if you're. If this you're, is why I think EDH sucks. <laughs> Straight um, up. <laughs> and if your friend can't see that. I don't know. Maybe they're not worth playing with. I, my immediate knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, it's not nice to exclude someone. But the more I talk about this, it's like maybe that is just the solution. Like, like I know I complain a lot about EDH, but I, I this like delicate balance, Mm-mm-mm. this like super fragile equilibrium of power level yeah. and like intent doesn't mm-hmm. exist in other magic formats. No, and I do not. I think it's a. I, I think it's a bug, not a feature of EDH. Well, I think it's both. I think I think it's just a two-edged sword because. You think about other games, and there aren't many games where the the objective is not like to win, and an EDH kind of does that. It's like, oh, winning is kind of rude. Exactly. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's, it's like a co-op game for like 95% of the game until it isn't. It's like a semi-co-op game, almost. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, uh, it's bad. Why do people like this format? I don't understand. No, it's fun, man. You get to do, you get to do dumb stuff. You get to do dumb stuff. I don't know, man. Yeah, add that onto the top of like the fact that a lot of people are sort of, you know, huge nerds <laughs> uh, mm. that aren't, aren't sometimes great at expressing themselves socially. Then yeah, you run into a whole raft of problems. Kinjo, this is not a nice problem to have. Um, see if there is a conversation that can be had, like an open, earnest. I don't know the nature of your relationship with this person, but if there's a way that you can chat with them in good faith about it but honestly like i don't like social exclusion i don't like not um you know keeping people out of things but maybe you've done the right thing and if you need us to tell you that you've got an asshole pass and that your butthole is not insulated for having done this i'm i'm happy to do it I, if you've made i think it, you can have it yeah like I, I, if you've made an effort to to fix this problem in good faith and you're not like if if your first reaction was like nah get rid of them down the memory hole right that's no good. But if you've made other efforts or other attempts to try to reconcile the situation and, and fix it, I don't know. I'm going to give you this one. I think it's all right. Another question here, Riley, from what I think is Queen, Queenie, maybe? I think it's Q- Q-Nee. Q-Nee, yeah. Q-nee. The word Q and the word knee. Yeah. Like the word Q as in the, word, the, 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 the only word that has four silent letters in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my brother and a group of our friends would all go to GPs Sorry, together. I'm just and- going to get in real quick here, Dennis. There's probably other letter. There's probably other words in English. I'm, 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 I'm just forestalling. Being oh, well, actually, there are those, those tweets were already sent in the gap between you and uh, you issuing this apology. There and are several comment. words that have four sided letters in words them. With so four um, I think you're fine. Fifteen words. Dennis, why are you bothering looking them up? We're going to be told them at the end of the episode. We're going to be told tomorrow, dude. The the Discord I mean, will be filled with them. They're like oh, some of these are bull, like bull. rendezvous. I'm like that's just a French word. Rendez, that's not rendezvous. We do. This is all. I'll say. I'll tie together, man. Mm. Um, in Metal Gear Solid One, at mm. some point, I used to skip the um, VO bits, yeah. and it would just read the code I call, yeah. and it would say, "Snake, I'll meet you at the rendezvous point." And I was like, "What is a rendezvous?" And it wasn't until many years later I heard someone say "rendezvous" out loud and realized it was a French word. Yeah, because you'd, you'd come across the word and you had to you had to spell it, but not, yeah. not how to say it. That's very funny. I was like, "What is a rendezvous?" What does this look like? No other English word. Um, anyway, anyway, what's uh, what's CUNY got to say to us? My brother and I, my, bro- my brother and a group of our friends would all go to GPS together and team parentheses money draft after the event was over on Sunday when enough of us were out of the main event. Love it. One fond memory is when one of my teammates asked his opponent, friend X, jokingly, six or not six, as opposed to odds or evens or high roll. To see who goes first, right. I love it. I love six or not six. Six or not six is so terrible. Why would you do that? This might even be a power move, but friend X snap called six, (laughs) grabbed the die, tossed it, and of course, it landed on six. Needless to say, we were amazed, and that became our go-to choice for what what to ask each other when determining who plays first. This is just a power move. Yeah. This is just a straight up power move. Six or not six. Six or not six. I guess, it, but hang on. If you ask six, six or not six, you're just- The other person you're, says- You're just bleeding equity. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Because if the person says not six, they'll be a coward. But that's fine. You're going to win a die roll and beat them in a game of magic. No, no. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Being, going first is not guaranteed you win a game of magic. Let's just, let's just get that out of the way, right? Okay. Because look, half the time you're going to lose the die roll yeah, anyway. All right, all right, all right, all right. Half the time you're going to lose the die roll anyway. Um, let's say 90% of the time- of the other half, that person's going to say, I want not six. Right? Yeah. And one in six of those times, you're going to win anyway. 
And when you don't win, they're starting from a weaselly, sniveling yeah, position of submission. Spineless position. It is. I, I, I would argue this is positive equity. It probably is, isn't it? It's actually really... Because you're setting yourself up with a handicap that means that if you win, you look like a legend. And if you lose, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, of course. You, like, you, you, took it, you took advantage of my rigged die roll. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. six or not six? Not six. No, that's what I thought. Coward. Coward. Exactly. Well, I no, love this. That's fine. Certified power move. That's very Seven good. It's very good, QNE. I, 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 when I read this, I was like, this is terrible. I would never do this. And now I'm thinking about it. I was like, it's actually very... Just think about it. You lose half the time already. So you're going from losing half the time to losing five-sixths of the time. No, no, no. Because the, the, that only applies... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the difference is only two-sixths. So you're picking up two-sixths. You're picking up a third. Right, mm-hmm. picking up an extra third of well, that's a lot. You're not winning many die rolls with six out of six, dude. You're really. I, I think. Not. I think you'll win probably about one in six. I guess you play a deck that doesn't hate being on the draw. Then, like you're no, not playing you my red. You do lose some equity in giving the other person an opportunity to power move over on you. Where if they look, you stay down the barrel and go six. It's high risk, high reward. Which is what happened here. Yeah, exactly. And then when they roll the six, you look like you look like such a I'm not surprised to find out these people are the people who at the start of the story were doing money drafts, by the yes, way. That yeah, scans perfectly. It, 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 this whole thing. There's no this isn't we're not sitting here at the end of this Christopher Nolan film being like, Yes, but this part didn't make any sense. No, the whole thing scans. is very well written. It's a very well constructed uh, set of characters here. All right, we got one more power move. This one also comes to us from Kinjio, the um the mm-hmm. author of the uh, the uh, I am the asshole question earlier. Power move. After you've won a game and are shaking hands and whatever, hand them your business card and say, this is where to find me if you want training or just a rematch and then leave without saying anything. That is stone cold. Now, Dennis, you have business cards. I do. You have business cards. You made me. I made you some business cards. For your Uh, birthday, Dennis has uh, 100 business cards, custom printed, hand ordered. Um, and, well, what, what, the keyboard? Yes. I have, I have my old, funnily enough, I have my old real business card in here. Um, but the ones that I made him are much more exciting than that because they have yeah, him on a, of, on a marble background. Uh, in a bathrobe. Of him in a bathrobe. Yeah, with his say, like, executive Chubo in chief. Yeah, exactly. It's very good. Um, um, I remember, um, so what, what, here's the other, you can, you can put paramos on the business card. You can put, like, like your address as table one. Oh, in a magic tournament. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 I like that. Stuff like that. Um, the other thing I wanted to say <laughs> was we pitched a sketch. This is a, this is just a pitches from the CFB events cutting room the, floor. The, hey, the, the pitches that never were. Um, that was Huey, Reed, and Luis. S- sorry, it was Huey, Reed, and like Marshall or something sitting in a I remember this. boardroom. I remember this. And they're all looking at their tokens that they made, the Chomp Arbol tokens. Yep. And he throws his token down the table and he goes, wow, look at the, look at the lettering. Yeah. That tasteful, that tasteful border. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. And it's the scene from, um, American from Psycho. Yeah. American Psycho. Yeah. And then, you know, Reed leans in because Reed looks a little bit like Christian Bale. He does. He does. <laughs> Reed leans in and goes, let's see LSV's card. And he throws down LSV's card and he's like, oh my God, it's beautiful. Yeah. The off with the eggshell white and all that stuff. We yeah. had, we had the whole thing written out and then we sent it in. And she was like, "What do you expect me to do with this?" No, he didn't. He didn't want to. He didn't want to uh, film something. Was Fly a- all of these people together yeah. to film a one minute sketch that doesn't sell anything. No, he didn't. A one minute sketch that's based off one of them being a psychotic killer as well, yeah. which is pretty good. Oh, that's a shame. It never made that to. Uh, it never made it to the light of day. I would. I would like to watch. That's good content. That's good content. Such a shame. Um, this is a cracking power move. 
Mm, very strong, very strong. That's require like, a favorite setup, though. I would like to palm the business card and hand it to them as part of the handshake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think we're handshaking anymore. Part of the elbow bump? I don't, I'm not going to handshake people. I don't think. I think it is a thing of the past. Right? I'm not going. I just. I'm just not going to do it. You know, the other thing I'm not going to do. This is. This has been disgusting for so many years, and I'm never doing it anymore. Looking toilets. That too. Three things I'm not doing anymore. It's a good thing you refuted that because if you didn't refute that, I was going to jump down your throat on that one. Um, no, no, definitely that. I've got. To, I, I mean, I've been trying to stop that for years, Dennis. You know that I struggle. Yeah, you gotta with kick it. that habit. I've got to kick that habit, man. <laughs> it just it's so, 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 so succulent. It's so hard. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Yeah, well, it's your fault, mate. You wrote this. You didn't. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no one to blame but yourself. Anyway, no. Um, the the other thing I want to get rid of uh, is eating birthday cake that has been. Blown and spat on by the person whose birthday it is. No. I didn't think about that. No, dude. Especially when they're a blubbery nosed child. Like, birthday cake is fine. I like I'm general I'm generally pro cake, right? I would say in most areas of my life. But igniting candles on a cake and then having someone all over it. Like, no way, dude. Megan tells this story. Oh, you, you go first, and I'll tell Megan's story. I said someone tweeted the other day. I saw it. it was like, I cannot. I'm sitting here right now, and I cannot believe that I used to go out to nightclubs to actively try to swap spit with strangers. <laughs> like I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is uh, uh, nah. That's not. That's not going anywhere. Um, people are too horny, dude. People are too horny. What? Like that. Like going going out to like going out to clubs and like pashing people. That's. That's the the handshake may go, but the nightclub pash is going nowhere. I don't think. I, I don't know. Man. You say people are too horny, but I think people are civilized and respectful, especially online nowadays. But oh my god, did you see they confirmed how tall the lady from Resident Evil oh is? Yeah, but they won't oh give us a, they won't give us a shoe size, Dennis. So I don't know what, <laughs> what they're Anyway, that's no. the, that's in the DLC, mate. Um, so Megan, uh, Megan's cousins, Megan's two little cousins, and when they were kids, mm-hmm. right? Let's say it was one of their birthdays. Uh, they would blow out the candles like that, like only a kid mm-hmm. can. But then in their family, they had to relight the candles so the other brother could also blow out the candles so they didn't feel like they were missing out. I know the, we, I know that makes perfect sense because there's two of them. But the, when you said other brother, I imagine they're like, all right, now time for Hugo. And they light the candles and they bring it up to the attic and Hugo's yeah, the th- there like the in a nappy brother. With, yeah. with fish heads. Yeah. Like, yes, mother! Like, that's what I have. <laughs> no, the, brother, the second brother, whoever, whoever's... Uh, the brother whose birthday it wasn't would do would do that, mm. and so Megan's there just wouldn't eat the cake ahead of his time. Two layers. Of, oh, we got Megan. Speaking, of Megan, she's here. Hello, Megan. I need you. You wanted to ask Megan about tomatoes. Yeah, that's why I called her through. Can you come here a second? Are you on the phone? Are you on the phone to Amy? I'm just hung up. Oh, you just hung up on Amy. Okay, sure. It's not urgent, yeah. um, but th- we are re- recording smart right now. It's wonderful to have you on. Me- special guest <laughs> Megan Simpson. Welcome. It's not a video, is it? It's not a video. No, no. You can come. You can so come. You gotta come get it right closer. up on that. Come, come a little bit close to the microphone so people can hear you. Okay. Yeah, Megan's in her pajamas right now. With what, what? And her hair is in what I can only describe as a very bedraggled state. Um, Megan, mm-hmm. let's say you're wanting to make some um, hot dogs or uh-huh. something like burgers or chips or something, okay. and you got a tomato and like squished it down into like a goop or a paste and added salt and sugar, right? And then squeezed out of a bottle on top of like a hot dog. What would you call that goop? A mess? No, like what? what? The the, the condiment that you use, the red condiment that you use and you you squirt it on like your chips. Tomato sauce. Thank you very much. Damn it! Thank you very much. (laughs) Ketchup! It's not ketchup. It's that's a, it's an American thing, dude. And I reckon Jeff's in on this. It's tomato sauce. You reckon Jeff's, I, Jeff, Jeff, I paid Jeff off. I reckon you paid Jeff off. You sent him a quick text message before you called him. 
It is. It's it's tomato sauce, isn't it? It's tomato sauce, and that's coming from someone from the land where this this uh, this language was invented. That's 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 some tan nonsense right there. This is a. I'm speaking. I got I got I got my arm right here around a real life Briton here. Take take your hand off me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Megan. That's all I needed. Um, Well, one and one, I guess, Dennis. Sovereign of the Queen comes in. (laughs) Not not yet. You're not. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, no, Megan's dad wouldn't eat, um, birthday cake that had been basically spat on by his, his Twice. nephews. And now I'm not going to do it either, man. Ross is ahead, of the, enough, he's ahead of the curve, man. I'm not eating, I'm, I'm like, birthday cakes from now on, you can put candles on and that's fine, right? But you have to get one of them snuffers that priests use, right? In mm. order to turn off the candles. <laughs> exactly. Or use like one of those little <laughs> bellow things. Yeah, bellows. You, yeah, like, um, or can't, canned air. You know the high pressure stuff that you use to clean out computer dust. Isn't that stuff flammable? In the while it's in the can. Well, it's going to be a very exciting birthday if it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe it isn't. It's just air. It can't be right. Surely. I don't know. I mean, they may have. To, they may have to put something in there to like, like propellant or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. No, I'm not a scientist. I'm, I'm not a scienceman. I do like calling in people on the podcast. I like I like the non-consensual guests. Yeah, the, 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 su- the surprise guests who didn't who <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't plan for it. Surprise to us and them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we should do that more often. I'll give my give my brother a call. See what he's uh, yeah. see what he's going to say for himself. Anyway, um, are we done? We're done. That's it, right? I think we're done. We've done it. We've done everything. Uh, I want to talk about uh, before we before we wrap up uh, very briefly. Top of Charis Up Me River, the secret podcast mm. from the podcast that you all love to hear. Um, we're going to talk about Metal Gear Solid 4 next week because we've... Right, is on the cusp of finishing it. We just finished Act 4, which is a, a, an act I can't wait to discuss. But um, I played another game this week as part of uh, play, my PlayStation Now subscription, Dennis. And it is mm-hmm. really good. It's a game called Observation. You may not have heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Scottish game. It was made here in Glasgow. It's a Devolver Digital published game, right? Say again? Devolver Digital published game, yeah. right? Yeah, they made Untold Stories as well. Um, oh, no, sorry. The... What's the studio is called Data One or something? What are they called? It's called No Code. No Code. No Code. No Code. No Code. That's it. Yeah, but no code. I, yeah, no I'm an idiot again. I'm not on fire today. I went to the Steam page because I was thinking about playing this game, and I was like, "Oh yeah, sorry." Right? The studio is called Very Positive. I was like, "Dance, those are the reviews." This, that's I, imagine calling your studio Very Positive. Like calling your band like, um, the Emmy Award winning or whatever. Exactly. Grammy Award winning. Yeah, very good. Um, so observation is a uh, it's an adventure game. It has it's not quite point and click, but it's got that same kind of energy. You play as an AI. So a spaceship, something ter- I'm not going to spoil it, but a spaceship, something terrible has happened to a spaceship, right? And you are on the spaceship with um, uh, a survivor, right? Mm-hmm. A, a doctor, a doctor Emma Fisher, and she gives you orders as the AI. And you then have to carry out those orders. So she'll be like, oh, it looks like the airlock in, in section, you know, uh, EA 13 is 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 um, uh, malfunctioning. Can you fix it? So you have to navigate there with the camera systems. You have to find what's uh, doing it wrong, uh, what's, uh, what's stuffing it up, and then you have to do that. And as the game progresses, a very engaging mystery um, unfolds to, you know, why what, what has happened to the ship, why it happened, how it happened. Are the uh, you know what malevolent malevolent forces are at work? Is it a big mistake? Is uh, is there a twist? What is there? Um, it's way scarier than I thought it would be. It looks like Ooh, a sci-fi adventure spoops. game. It is a straight up horror game, and I didn't realize that until I was way too deep into it. It was very scary, but like not like no jump scares, not that kind of scary. Just like so creepy, 
so creepy. Like that. I might play this. Dude. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm into dread. it. Dread. Um. I yeah. I, I have thoughts about the ending, but I don't want to spoil it because I, I do no, want no, people to play it. Um, so we'll leave it there. But if you like mystery games, if you like point of, point and click sort of puzzly adventure games, if you like um, if you like games where the plot doesn't come to you, if you're the sort of person who likes tracking down audio logs when you're playing like Bioshock, right? You're turning me off. You're turning me off here. Um, you're you're gonna really enjoy this game. It's it's more that like all of the the plot is not force fed to you, is what I'm saying. If you want the the full picture of the game, you have to do a little bit of work. Right, I'm but, a Hideo um, Kojima fan. I'm a Hideo Kojima fan. I want to be Ludovico Technique strapped in into a chair, I'm yeah. squirting water in my eyeballs, force that plot. You know me. You you want to be Andy Dufresne out in the rain, yes. the the, yes. the plot deluging down on top of yeah, you yep, from yep, the yep, yeah, yep. yeah okay. Well, maybe this isn't the game for you. But if you like um if you like mystery games, you like horror games, you like sci-fi, especially believable sci-fi. It's set like 20 minutes in the future. Um, and uh, 20 it's, minutes. Uh, that's the thing from TV tropes. Like it's. It's 2026 oh, or whatever. It's not Star Wars I think, I think It's come up twice now. I think you use TV terms way more than the average person does. Uh, and that's probably their good luck and my misfortune because TV, t- TV Tropes is the biggest time sink on the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get like, you right, think I have you know one what more a rat- thing oh, to add okay. to Charizard River before we get All too right. off. My Facebook eyeball eyeball brainwasher arrives on monday oh <gasps> dennis is bill gates going to inject nanomachines to do your body via your uh, via your eyeball holes mark zuckerberg in this case yes but yeah oh i bought the, an the oculus getting quest. what's happening what are you doing I'm getting zucked i bought a quest an oculus quest yeah um this is very exciting what are you gonna, what are you what are you what are you looking forward to playing on it i don't know like beat saber resident evil 7 i guess because you can do it with steam link and stuff like that Oh no 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 no! Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't I do think that, you Dennis. can. Don't do it. That actually be half life. Half life, Alex. Yeah, I've never played any half life game ever. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna get stuff beamed into my eyeballs, and we probably won't talk about it next week because we're gonna have to do a full comprehensive review of Metal Solid Four. But after that, yeah, that's gonna be most of the show next we're week. We're in, baby. Yeah. Super that's hot. Exciting, dude. Super hot that's again. Exci- it. Um, it's very it's very cool to be an adult at the point where like you know you're earning earning like a, a, a wage where you can be like I'm going to buy this video game periphery like not something you do in your early twenties when it's like hmm do I want to buy a video game or the ramen that will keep me alive this week <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah easy choice <laughs> uh, so yeah that's uh, that's very exciting looking forward to th- that's a little bit a little bit of foreshadowing for everyone there for future foreshadowing Four, three and a half at least. Three and a half shadowing. Beautiful. Anyway, we're done. That's it, Dennis. Thanks uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. To this episode of Scrabbing River, once again brought to you by the fine folks over at channelfile.com and this week by that other grouting place, wherever it was that I mentioned that I've forgotten now. Um, <laughs> the, the drywalling place. Not Maddie and Hell yet. Oh, dear. No, not yet. Um, not yet. Music as always by Joe Joking Corrupt. Riley, where do people submit questions? Uh, go to bit.ly slash join around this Discord. You can go there or you can uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, DM either of us at or at Strange Jack. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next week. Stay fresh, cheese bags.